welcome to Big Blend Radio, where we celebrate variety and how it adds spice to quality of life. Hey everybody, today is January 22nd, and that is National Polka Dot Day. Who knew there was such a thing? Well, the polka dot is actually pretty interesting. This vibrant pattern is used on clothes and ceramics, on toys. It represents cheer and fun. But there's some interesting pop culture behind it. Let's go way back to the Middle Ages where polka dots were not, or any kind of circular splotchy patterns were not actually accepted in the Western world. That's because at that time, Europe was dealing with the plague and smallpox. That pattern was kind of, ew, not cool. Well, let's move forward. Well, actually, wait, back in non-Western cultures at that time, like the Lega people, they looked at circles as actually a sign of male virility. So um, it just really was mostly Europe at this time. So we move forward to the end of the 1700s when the Industrial Revolution comes over. And here we go. We have machines that can actually do these large dots, right? And the polka dots are dots typically the same size, all on a different color, right? Of cloth or on a ceramic. And at that point, we got machinery that were able to replicate this easily and more affordably. So at that point, polka dots could actually be done on clothes, ceramics, and things like that. Well, ceramics was mostly done by hand, I have to say. That was a little bit different. Around the same time, the polka dot, I mean, not the polka dot, the polka dance uh, started to go across Europe as well. That became the new fun craze. And uh, with, and that really, they say that um, the Czech word uh, pulka means half, and, and that references the small steps taken in the dance. So the polka could really come from Czechoslovakia. We don't know, 100%, but it was that area. And in this country, in the United States, we have a lot of European immigrants that came over, especially to the northern states like Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Minnesota, and they brought this dance over. And so this happened at the same time of these sewing and weaving machines in the Industrial Revolution that could uh, replicate the polka dots. And because the polka dance was fun and cheerful, this all kind of culminated into the actual term polka dot. So now we've got clothing that can be done. Uh, a lot of it is really now to this day still done um, on fun things like for toys for kids, just cheerful outfits for little girls. But um, a lot of people do wear polka dots and have through the years. There's even cryptocurrency called polka dot today. And in North Carolina, there's a town called Polka Dot. Who knew? Must be fun. Um, when we look at some pop culture, we can look at this, that in 1962, DC Comics introduced Polka Dot Man. Uh, he, was, uh, uh, he had um, irregularly sized and different colored polka dots, and he made his first theatrical debut in the movie The Suicide Squad, which was directed by James Gunn. That was in the 60s. 1975, a red on white polka dot jersey was awarded to the leader in the mountain stages of the annual Tour de France cycling tournament. So we're not going to get quite into fashion yet. 
because there's, you know, a lot. Um, there's the Japanese artist Yayoi Kusama, and uh, Yayoi uses a lot of polka dot motif in, in the work. Then um, let's move forward into Minnie Mouse. This was a big deal. Uh, you know, she was kind of dressed as a flapper girl uh, back in the day, but it was in 1935 when Walt Disney decided she can wear polka dots. Uh, first, it was yellow polka dots and then ye yellow, which is um, yellow, red and white. Uh, that's when it, ha excuse me, it happened in 1941. So, you know, the colors had to be done and then that became her signature style. There's a lot of fashion in here. I'm just saying. So, but I want to go to music for a little bit. We all know the song. Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. Well, that uh, was written by Paul Vance and Lee Pockris. And it was released in June 1960 by Brian Highland. That's a huge song. But before that, there was a song, Polka Dots and Moonbeams. And this was written by Jimmy Van Heusen, uh, lyrics by Johnny Burke. And it was published in 1940. And guess what? That was Frank Sinatra's very first hit. And he recorded that with his Tommy Dorsey Orchestra. And it is today one of the top 100 most frequently recorded jazz standards. So many people have actually uh, performed that. Uh, you've got to look at Sarah Vaughn is one of them who have uh, sung that song as well. In 1943, 20th Century Fox Technicolor musical film, The Gang's All Here, featured the number The Polka Dot Polka. That song was written by Harry Warren and Leo Rubin. And that really was referencing the 19th century polka dot craze. And uh, it was sung by Alice Faye. I mean, this is a, really fascinating when you start looking at one design, how it becomes a big deal. I do want to go to Buddy Guy because we're talking about music and fashion. Buddy Guy, hands down, one of my most favorite blues guitarists and blues musicians of all time. He was born out in Louisiana and um, he is known for his Chicago style blues. I'm going to end up listening to him all day long today. I know it. Um, in between podcasts, put on the Buddy Guy. Um, he is he's a, he's iconic and he's fun. So when we think about the polka dots, right, it's fun. It's cheerful. It's also bold and loud, right? And that's what his playing is like. Well, apparently, you know, he wears polka dots on his shirts. Every time you see him perform, he's got polka dots on his guitars. He even got Fender to make guitars with polka dots on. He wasn't the first one. Randy Rhodes also had a, a polka dot guitar, but only one. Like, no, Buddy Guy went for a full online. Jason Momoa did it. Some of the... um you know, when the British invasion happened, some of the guitarists started to copy this. But for Buddy Guy, this was a big deal. It's for his mom. I read this article uh, by Peter Hodgson, uh, Hod yeah, Hodgson um, on Guitar World magazine. If you get that, check it out. You can check it out online. Um, basically, oh, gosh, and he was also saying that Buddy Guy also has his Jim Dunlop crybaby wah pedal. It also polka dot. But this is all about his mom, Isabel. She never got to see him perform. And you got to think, you know, his mom and dad were sharecroppers, um, you know, to be able to make uh, money professionally as a musician was a big deal. That's like, no way. And he said, you know, I'm going to get you a Cadillac. I'm going to make it get you a Cadillac with polka dots on it. I'm going to drive it home to prove to you that I'm making it musically. 
Well, she had a stroke, and she'd only seen him. They got him like a harmony guitar when he when he was young. Um, it was an acoustic guitar. I think he donated it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But um, she had a stroke, and so she'd seen him play guitar at home, you know. And you've got to think also the culture at the time. So she's like, "Yeah, you're going to take that out, and you're going to do a big show." And um, well, he did make it. And um, she passed away before he could get her the Cadillac. He really wanted to make her proud. Um, And she never even saw him him perform in Louisiana. So he does the polka dots to remember her and um, in her honor and to keep him, you know, the style of his mother, he said, Isabella Guy. The polka dots are because that's the style of my mother. And uh, so that's what he does. Uh, he wears it in honor of his mom. I love it. I love it. Um, other clothing. Let's talk about some more of that uh, fashion. We know Princess Diana was a big a fan of polka dots. Uh, she wore them a lot. So does um, Kate Middleton. You know, she also does the Duchess, Prince William's wife, Duchess of Cambridge. She also tends to wear them a lot. Here in the movies, check out Julia Roberts' character in the movie Pretty Woman. Uh, back in 1990, she apparently was also wearing a polka dot dress in that movie. We've got Hubert de Givenchy. He launched his own spotty gown um, as well as in the 1950s. You've got to look at, it was really catching on at the time through all the movie stars. Marilyn Monroe, Elizabeth Taylor, they were all wearing them. And even um, by 1954, uh, the best-selling version of Christian Dyer's, uh, Dior's uh, famous new look was the polka dot. Norma Smallwood. She was the first Native American woman to be crowned Miss America in 1926. She wore a polka dot swimsuit. And I think that really spurred a lot of the fashion. I think when they saw her stand up and do that and be the first Native American woman, I think back in 1926, that was the kickoff point for everybody to start looking at the polka dot. Uh, and I think that's wonderful that, it, that it was her. Uh, also, um, Venezuelan fashion designer, Carol, fashion designer, Carolina Herrera. She used polka dots on most of her dresses in the 1980s and 1990s. And also on the boxes of perfume um, for men, even she did that. So that's really cool too. But it was, uh, I was talking about Hubert de Gavinci, um, it was around that time also that he did the reversed as black on white uh, new look dress that was uh, very popular. So there's some history on polka dots. Are you going to play Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini? Are you going to play that song today? Is it going to be stuck in your head? Well, you know what? I'm going to be blasting some buddy guy, so it's not. But anyway, have a great day. Wear some polka dots. Do you have polka dots? Do you have it in your house? Ceramics? Maybe even on a couch or a chair. I don't know. I think we may want some more polka dots in life. We want some cheer. We want some fun. Let's be bold about it, too. Not hide behind the giggles. Let's just go for it. So have a great day. Thank you for listening to Big Blend Radio. Keep up with our shows at BigBlendRadio.com.